let's freaking go football cards collecting and investing his name is andy my name is carter and the national i guess we're the only card content creators not actually going to the national andy we just uh, I, I don't know why we're not going we should be there we should be front row we should be, man. We should be front row ripping that box of Panini Eminence with all that <laughs> platinum and gold bars, you know, baked into the cards. Mm. But here's the thing. Today we're going to talk about what you should do about the National if you're not going. Because always remember this. No matter which card show you go to, no matter which event you, you see or whatnot – there's always going to be more people not there than actually there. So if you're like us, sad that you're not actually at the National, it's okay. Breathe in, breathe out. There's still plenty of card shows you can go to. eBay's always going to be there. Your normal Facebook groups and all that's going to be there. So be cognizant of what is actually happening there. I do think if you are going just based on uh, our guy, Jonathan Taylor Cards, uh, Shant will be going. Keep this in mind, okay? The quarterback market is still hot. If you listened to our last week episode, the, the, Andy, if I if I was going to the show, I would make sure I bring every Kyle Trask card all the way up to every Tom Brady card because there are going to be a lot of deals done, and a lot of those deals and trades will feature some cash. Oh, yeah. And, and these are guys that have very limited production on their NFL resumes. However, trading for an, an exponentially large amount because people do not want to miss out on the fact they could be the next generational talent. Talk about your man McCorkle, McCorkle Jones over there. And he's got rookie ticket autos that cost as much as Russell Wilson. <laughs> and mm. and I. I just can't get off the fact of how good of a play Russell Wilson is heading into the season. First year prism. We talked about that, but he gets the revenge game week one against his old team. And I mean, the, the, the Broncos supporting cast, both offensively and defensively coaching is just exponentially better than the Seahawks and, and a revenge game week one, they get the, the Seahawks and you know what? That rookie ticket auto costs the same as a Mac Jones rookie ticket auto. <laughs> They're the same value. How does that? How does that make sense, Carter? It does. Like, I'd be I'd be selling Mac Jones. I know. So coming up, I do have a few tips from the national. Now, I went to the national, but I was younger. I went three years in a row. Like, I think it was 2010, 2011, 2012, or might have been a little bit earlier than that. I do have a few tips. Obviously, it's way different. It's way bigger now. Um, but I have a few things to help you avoid potential scams if you go. So uh, I had those coming up in Hobby Tip of the Week. But keep in mind, once again, the card market is still going to move on whether or not you're actually going. So, Andy, this is something you brought up before we actually started the official recording. It's very important to remember that it is training camp season, okay? And a lot of cards are going to sell during training camp season because you want to know why, Andy? You want to know why? Because everybody has good training camp clips. Everybody's going to be making one-handed catches. The beat reporters are going to say, oh, look, Baker Mayfield is out here lighting it up. And then guess what? People are going to be like, God, I need to get some Baker before this next season. So, Andy, you made a really good point about training camps. 
Every, every season, there are those training camp warriors, those guys that just look incredible. I'll tell you, probably my favorite one is Paris Campbell on the Indianapolis Ooh. Colts. Flashes every training camp, 4-3 speed, incredible hands, and, and then just gets either injured or misused. And we'll, we'll see what happens this year. He's still pretty young. But, yeah, the tweets are starting to leak out, you know. Guys are starting to move up and down depth charts. We're starting to get a clearer picture on how personnel is going to be deployed and used. We have a lot of coaching changes, a lot of quarterback changes. So when when these tweets are released and this information is leaked out, this is having a direct correlation, man. We see it uh, spill directly over into the card market. There's people that are acting impulsively on these this news, trying to get ahead of the curve and buy in right before the season starts of course there's there's still some deals out there on skill position guys per se we talked about quarterbacks being extremely hot especially for all these 2021 rookie guys and it's really hard to to kind of find value but if you can just like if you take a step back and look at some of the 2020 rookies not named joe burrow justin herbert you can maybe find some value there or you go back and you talk about 2019, 2018. We talk about Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson, how they're undervalued compared to their peers and their athletic potential. And so those are those are really interesting storylines, man. And we're, we're starting to see it unfold. And the, the, the auction volume is up. I mean, we're up. We're at a five-week high right now. And buy it now and auction volume on graded cards for all football, for all positions too. Man, that just gets me excited, man. As – you are, Andy. I am as well. I, I'm all in on football cards. It's my favorite thing. And look, I've dabbled into some – I never thought I would. I've dabbled into a few basketball cards. But even then, they, it doesn't do the same thing for me as football cards. So this is what I'll say about training camp season. And this could be the biggest tip because I have destroyed myself on missed out sales because I have been, Andy, a word that we don't use enough in this hobby, lazy. I have been lazy over the past couple of years because I hate listing cards. I'll be the first to tell you. I probably four figures, probably just because I'm lazy because I don't think eh, I'll just save it, hold on to it for next year or whatever. List those things now because what I think a lot of people are doing right now, Andy, they're going to sit and think, oh, well, I have at least another week or two before the season begins or before preseason starts. No, list them out now because that player might have a one-handed catch in training camp. That's all it takes. That's all it takes for someone to say, I've got to have a piece of this guy. This happened to me a few years ago when DJ Chark was killing it in Jaguars camp. Lucky enough, I, I, I've, I've done well on DJ Chark cards, but I've also lost on some because I was like, God, he is killing it out there. Him and Gardner Minshew are going to be the next great things. And you saw what happened, right? So get those cards listed right now. If you're listening to this right now, get your freaking cards listed right now. Buy it now format. See what happens. And if it doesn't sell on someone doing some FOMO stuff and you absolutely got to get rid of it, take it down and then just do a 99 sec auction the week before the season and let it ride. Yeah, especially, especially when we're talking about rookies, Carter, too, because – uh, you got to think about the Panini release schedule, and and we talk about that. But you know, the, right now there's very limited product for 2022 rookies. 
Chronicles was recently released and it's licensed uh, product that has the college team logos, the college team names, and they've got some NFL designs. Like I was showing you before the stream, like they've got some pretty decent uh, designs. They've got the NFL design to it with the rated look nice. rookie logo. But pretty soon we're going to have select draft picks and then prism draft picks and then base Donruss before you know it by mid-September. I do think Panini's going to fix their release schedule yeah. here in 2022 and revert back to 2020. I really do think that what they did this summer was more of <laughs> more of a little bit of, of market manipulation because of the weak quarterback draft class with the, the 2022 um, or 2021 draft of this 2022 rookie class. So, you know, I, I think that, or yeah, 2022 draft. So I think that you want to get those cards listed and capitalize on any little buzz because only a couple of these guys are going to break out. It's not like all of them are going to break out. Look at the numbers historically, only a few rookies from each class break out. And you look at some classes that we consider really good, like the 2020 class or the 2017 class or the 2014 class. Otherwise, there's been years where you struggle to find a handful of guys that have really uh, made a name for themselves in the NFL and kind of panned out long term. So it's like these guys right now are at their peak hype, the peak hype, and they could probably not live up to those expectations for a lot of them. So capitalize on it. Yeah. And something else to keep in mind for next year, the way you view these 2021 quarterbacks, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are going to be a part of this next draft class. And they will more than likely be facing off in the college football playoff. Um, those guys are going to have a lot of hype before they ever play it down. And it's going to be ridiculous because they play at the two biggest schools. And they're going to both probably be Heisman finalists. And it's going to be insane. Just keep that in mind for this next cycle. Because this cycle obviously doesn't have it. So... <laughs> It's going to be fascinating. I, I, and the reason why I bring that up because the release date calendar for this next cycle is going to be really fascinating because of how late this last cycle was released. So let's just say you're listening to us right now, and this is your first time ever hearing anything about football cards. The release calendar was a lot different this year than it was a year before, and. It's very fascinating how it's played out. So, Andy, now that we're moving into the season, this is just something that I'm very curious about from your vantage point. Have you noticed a difference? Do you think the later calendar for this last cycle played a huge role in the prices, what we see right now? Well, I think it offered Panini a chance to capitalize on on uh, more buyers in probably what they're studying was a little bit of a of a recession or a pullback overall in in the uh, sports card market. Um, and I think really what that stems from is you had so many people get in in 2020, the summer of 2020. And a lot of people were in it as a get rich quick scheme, right? right. Um, and they were on, riding that way, but they realized that the market leveled out uh, and it actually went down from the draft hype cycle of 2021. It actually went down like overall after that. And it, but it, while it was doing was just pulling back to a new normal. It was just, you know, leveling off, so to speak. And, and so a lot of those people that were in the get rich quick thing, 
they they left and now we're at a new normal it's actually stabilized so i think it's really good but i think panini they they understood that i think they've obviously got um, some very sophisticated market researchers and uh, business analysts and they understood that and so they released these sets in the summer they they decided to switch up when they released a product prism was released around christmas all right well let's release it in the summer in the off season when there's no football going on let's see if we can capitalize on these people coming off of the draft hype and and i think it worked out well for them man i, I think it worked out really well because people had a lot more free time to to just totally focus on the new products that they were releasing and it, because there's no football going on so it, it's very interesting i think it worked out well for them as well now a lot of people would disagree with that i am a little shocked how hot the qb market is right now i am a little shocked when i turn on these card vlogs and i see how liquid trey lance is right now it is insane. It is absolutely wow. insane to me. Like that is one of the most sought after quarterbacks in the hobby right now. And <clears throat> I think most people feel the most comfortable with him moving forward. I really do because of his situation, his play caller. And, you know, with Trevor, we have no idea how all those weapons are going to work out there. We know Kyle Shanahan is going to at least make Trey Lance look decent. So, I am really fascinated to see how all of this plays out. Now, for you, Andy, as far as the release date calendar is concerned, I have been seeing some optic out in the wild. Obviously, we got the, what, $30,000 imminence? Is that, is that what it is? Or am I speaking too highly of this product? No, no, that's exactly what it is because it's got it's got actual gold and gold bullion and platinum and uh titanium and different precious metals actually embedded in these cards you know they i i went back and looked at this so uh there was a, a set that panini released that was part of um oh it, it was uh it, help me out here carter it was it was panini i think uh, impeccable impeccable that was the impeccable. set panini impeccable had a couple inserts in there that they they put a troy ounce of silver uh, a troy ounce of gold and they tried it out and those cards actually sold really really well they were very desirable and so now they've spun off and made an entire set around this called panini eminence Ooh, eminence yeah and the hobby box is you're right it's thirty thousand dollars <laughs> it's twenty six thousand dollars um, you're looking at a it's released on July 29th so in three days it, it's 10 cards 10 cards you're going to get nine autographs and one other card on average what is it I, I think Troy Palomalu is like the 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 smallest hit I I think so I think that was like one yeah. of the checklist yeah we looked at the checklist and so it is a lot of Hall of Famers uh, Troy Palomalu was probably the the least known person on the checklist. And so it was a lot of Hall of Famers. And then they sprinkled in Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson. They sprinkled in the premier 2021 QBs. I think they even got a Davis Mills on the checklist, which, you know, his Ooh. his autograph cards are are astronomical compared to that that old team situation and, and just the the draft capital spent on him and everything. It's it's wild, man, to see. I was watching uh, 
Prism Silver PSA 9 just to see how high it got up to. And it got up to $500. This was an auction ending earlier this week. Non-numbered, non-numbered, you know, but um, it, that was, it made sense because then I looked at the Trevor Lawrence and it was like 850 And I looked at the Mac Jones and it was 1000 uh-huh. So it's just like, man. 30K. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do what you want with your money, but don't do that. I think that box is worth more than like my entire net worth right now. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, so if you're just not getting into the hobby, if you're uh, if you have Elon Musk money, go for it. If not, don't do that. If you have thirty thousand dollars to spend, don't don't buy it on that product. There's plenty. What you thirty k? What what is that like? I'm trying to think of like the the best football card product you could. What is a Tom Brady rookie ticket auto? I think a Tom Brady rookie ticket auto PSA eight is like seventy five k or something. Like yeah, that. you're gonna need you're gonna need more to to get that. Um, but hey, you know what? You could target some Tom Brady in the Bucks uniform, autographed, authenticated. You, you could find something in in that range. Um, mm. But uh, or or you could just go get yourself a nice. Joe Burrow National Treasures card, uh, and, a, and, and a Herbie, and a Herbie. Um, you might be able to get a uh, a bundle deal. Throw a Tua in there for you, yeah, and sell it immediately. Uh, but here's my thing about these higher end products: don't let that intimidate you. If you're just now joining in. There are affordable ways you can move up in this sports card marketplace. Now, we get to hobby tips of the week before we get into an elongated play of the week, more than likely. Uh, Andy, my hobby tip of the week, I saw this vlog from Breakout Cards about avoiding scams uh, at the national and just in general. This was very interesting to me, and it makes a lot of sense. If you aren't making cash deals, I will say it a thousand times over, take cash. I know a lot of people don't feel comfortable walking around with more than $100 cash. You should walk around with a lot of cash, right? Because cash deals just make things a lot easier for everybody. But if you are going to do the PayPal thing, Make sure that you aren't getting scammed, even if you're face-to-face. If someone says, hey, look, I sent the PayPal, it could just be a screenshot of a PayPal being sent. Make sure you see it on your phone. And also something else. When you are buying a card, evaluate that card, especially if it is a raw card. Look at it in every shape, form, or fashion. And more than likely, they'll let you do a good review if you're buying a card face-to-face raw. Just evaluate what you're about to buy. That's the benefit of you being boots on the ground there, right? If you buy a card on eBay or online, I guarantee you there's going to be some defects on those cards that you can't see, even if the card's or shot by Ken Burns, the best documentarian you could think of. Uh, Even if they have a camera right on it, there's going to be some minor defects on the cards that you won't be able to see. That's a good thing about being there in person is that you, there's no excuses. You should be able to see everything whenever you get the card. 
I made that mistake at a show recently with the Baker Mayfield card. Look at every last little corner before you actually make a deal because that's why you're there. That's the premium you're paying. Um, and my last thing is when you go to a show, don't get desperate. Don't just because you spent the thousands of dollars to go to the national or whatever, you may not find any deals that, that you don't like. It's perfectly fine to not stretch, right? It's perfectly fine. Now, once again, getting the deals done in cash is way better than getting a hundred or 50 to a hundred dollars more on like an eBay deal or whatever, but still don't just buy, you know, a Mac Jones rookie ticket auto for $5,000. Cause you absolutely have to have something while you're at the show. So be selective, especially in the national. It's a huge room. You're, you're going to see so many different things. Um, so, so just be ready for all of that. Yeah, man, that's a great tip. Like pick a budget and stick with it. Don't right. over leverage yourself. Uh, because, because understanding the time that we're in right here, that's my hobby tip. Understand that you're in a hype cycle where all of these card prices for football players are ascending. They're in an ascension hype cycle. They're on the up chart right now heading into week one where they all have an even playing field, a chance to win, a chance to become the new NFL MVP, et cetera, et cetera. Understand that. So, like, you really should – make a budget stick with it and save money save money don't over leverage yourself because honestly the best time to buy a lot of these guys especially these young guys that are on uh, teams that have very difficult schedule especially in the afc right carter uh, going into the end of november beginning of december is going to be an incredible time to buy cards you could have made a killing on joe burrow last year we did it with jerry judy we did it with um courtland sutton uh, we did it with AJ Brown stocking up on these guys during the middle toward to to end toward part of the season is the best like one of the very best times of the year to buy them and if you spend all your money at the national now you're not going to have money to do it then you know what Andy now that I think about it you know I don't spend as much time looking at analysis and stuff as you do most of the money I've made in cards. I'm talking like 3X, 4X, 5X are cards I buy in November. I'm serious. November, yeah. December. The Joe Burrow purchase that changed uh, a lot for me was a card I bought on Christmas morning. Um, these things – or it might have been Thanksgiving morning. I have to go back and look. But that's the time to do it, right? You got to think of this in the long term. Market is hot right now. Think of what it could be in November and December, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's a great hobby uh, tip of the week. Now, Andy, as far as plays of the week, let's get it. Let's go, Andy. I know you've got some gold for me, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I really do. Um, there, There's some really good plays right now, man. And But it, most of it is centered around skill position players. Oh. So one, one thing that I think is – I'm going to give you a very good play right here of the week, and it's kind of like a play for the rest of the season as well because this guy could periodically pop up in the market undervalued in an auction because he's on a bad team in a bad situation, but he's an athletic freak. And I want to talk about DK Metcalf on the Seattle Seahawks. 
Uh-oh, Carter got out of the seat. <laughs> How did you take my play? How did you play? Take... That was my play. Now, so, I, I think DK is going to be the steal of the century in November and potentially now. I'm interested. Go right on ahead. Go right on ahead. Well, well that's my whole thought. So, like, it, and it's an overarching play of 2019 rookies that aren't going to are, that aren't going to be re-signed on their current team because their current team is in a, a rebuild mode and can't afford them, right? And and they're going to be they're going to be requesting a bag and they're going to be offered a big bag of money from an elite team, a team that's got a high octane offense. Think about the Packers or the Chiefs or the Cowboys. You know, all, all these teams that are in need of a DK Metcalf, a wide receiver, and so he's going into that contract year. And but his team is going to. They're going to be bad this year. They're, I mean, they're going to lose a lot of games. He's he doesn't have a good quarterback to get him the ball for him to be able to put up, you know, the the production numbers that he's used to. So his prices are going to tank. Even if even if he's still playing as a top fifteen wide receiver, his team is going to be so bad that his prices are going to tank. In December, and you'll be able to just snipe him, just pick him off, man. Here's my thing really quickly about that. I know you probably have a few other plays. DK's prices were insane. Insane for a while. Like, Mm -hmm. what was it? Like, for instance, let's say Deontay Johnson. His rookie ticket autos right now float from like 20 to 30 bucks. Yeah. For a while, DK's were in the hundos minimum. Oh, yeah. DK on average, $250, $300. Rookie ticket auto base ones, and they've come down way, way down right now. And I think they're going to come down even more, only for them to absolutely explode in value next March whenever he signs with a new team on a bit with a big contract. Are they are they in the 50 60 range right now? No, but they're close, they're they're about a hundred dollars, they're still about a so, hundred. Okay. Yeah, but you can potentially find there's some interesting auctions that are popping up for DK that I'm watching very closely because I think that they're going to go undervalued. Um, he's really he's really slid in fantasy drafts, and whenever you see that kind of slide in ADP, they start going later in fantasy drafts. That means that that they're losing hype. You know, that's they're, they're losing uh, an expectation for performance this season which is good that means that the value is going down if it's a guy you're bullish on that's that's when you you want to look at buying here's why dk was going to be my play of the week he's a star he's a star no other way around it he's got a little bit of an odell-esque kind of quality to him right SEC freak wide receiver. Now, not the same draft capital. Odell was a top 20 pick, and Odell's just a better player in his first couple of seasons. But DK is a star, right? We, we, we obviously have his most famous clip of him running down Buda Baker on the pick six, but DK was a stud, right? He's an athletic freak. He's got the crazy hair. He's got the abs. He's got this look. Um, if he goes to a big market team, it's over. His uh-huh. cards explode. His cards explode. Now, here's the thing. 
I look at a lot of big teams in the NFL. You know what position group they're kind of weak at right now? A lot of the big teams, Andy? Is, is it wide receiver? Wide receiver. Okay. Who's the Chiefs' best wide receiver? Travis Kelsey. <laughs> okay. Who's, a, who's Aaron Rodgers' best wide receiver? Oh, man. <laughs> He's in trouble. Aaron Jones. <laughs> I'm not even naming wide receivers because, you know, it's it, Alan Lazard. It, it realistically, like, it, it, you know, Alan Lazard. There's some combination of Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, and the, uh, the the drafted Christian Watson, you know. Now, a lot of the elite teams do have great wide receivers. Obviously, your Buccaneers, my Bengals, so on and so on. But there's going to be some teams that are going to want a wide receiver, Right. And put DK on a contender, man, 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 man. I love that play of the week. I really do, especially knowing if his prices do dip in that 40, 50 range. If we know he can get in that 150, 250 range, it's very tasty. I like that play of the week. Did you have any other cards that you're looking at right now? Uh, pl- uh, players, like plays? Yeah, players, 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 okay. cards. Yeah, so so another one that I really like, right, is Pat Fryermuth on the Pittsburgh Steelers okay. because, you know, like huge market team. This guy has already been touted to be like the next Heath Miller, right? He had a great rookie season, made some incredible catches, a lot of solid usage with uh, Ben Noodlearm retired, uh, retiring Roethlisberger. And you know what happens when an inexperienced or a quarterback that's a rookie under a lot of pressure because the offensive line is young, it's weak, they rely on the tight end. So for me, Pat Fryermuth is more of a market size performance driven play to where I feel looking at his current prices, like being able to pick up a rookie ticket auto still in that 20 to $30 range, that is still very undervalued because he can become like solidly a, a, a household name this year. And that'll really drive a lot of value. Uh, so, like, you know, the plays like that that I'm looking at that are around maybe maybe Pittsburgh and four or three and three kind of thing because they do have a little bit harder schedule and you have a lot of ambiguity there on ra- around how the quarterback situation is going to unfold with Trubisky and Pickett. Uh, I definitely think they're going to rely on Firemuth and that, that market size is going to have a lot of demand for – for his cards. Um, he's a, he's a likable guy, man. He's a likable guy. I think people, they, you know, there's that long standing tradition of having a, a really good tight end in Pittsburgh. So um, yeah, he's, he's a play that I'm kind of looking at. There's a lot more. I mean, I like it. Friar move. I'll give you one. Um, look, we've talked about Lamar a lot. I just think it's obvious, you know, there's a lot of people in Vegas. I love the the Ravens over and their over is at 10 wins. That means they're an 11 win football team. Lamar playoff hype. Are you kidding me? So you're giving me a couple of hype windows here. Ravens are a real Super Bowl contender this year. I know the AFC is really loaded with all these great quarterbacks. Lamar is one of those guys. So, you know, it's interesting if you are watching this on YouTube, you see our little background image here. All five of these quarterbacks here uh, are, are AFC quarterbacks. So don't forget about the NFC. It is interesting, Andy, on a lot of these vlogs, like we talked about last week, 
Jalen Hurts cards are starting to get some serious love. I am shocked to see a lot of people feature and see what they're spending on Jalen Hurts. Very interesting stuff. So for me, you should always look for opportunity for in the quarterback market for the Lamars and those guys, because I do think it helps out a whole lot. Now, I'm going to talk about Tony Pollard a little bit here. I like Tony Pollard a lot. I really do. How much have you been buying his stuff, Andy? I'm very interested. Not much lately because I stocked up um, pretty heavily last year, and I've sold off a little bit, um, and I'm pretty content with what I have, although I am every week I do a search for 2019 Tony Pollard um, for multiple reasons. I'd I'd love to hear your take, but I, I look at the contract that they have with Ezekiel Elliott, and he's got this massive, insane contract. So he's going to get his touches this year. Like he's going to get at least 200 touches. Maybe Tony Pollard gets used a little bit more in the receiving game. But my point being, he is so explosive when he does get the ball. He makes himself look so good that he's going to demand a paycheck after this year. This is another contract year. So what's going to happen? They're going to move on from Zeke. They're going to eat almost $12 billion in dead cap. I look, they do have a potential out. But they'll eat twelve million dollars in dead cap. It's either that, or you let uh, Tony. They can't afford to pay them both. Tony Pollard's going to go get himself paid from somebody. That's the thing. I think if the Cowboys win, or if they get rid of Tony Pollard, I think there's going to be an interested card market because a lot of people are going to think, well, he never really got his chance to be the guy, but when we saw him play, he was better than the starter. So for me. Tony Pollard still has a lot of good football ahead of him. He hadn't taken the same bruising hits that most of your elite running backs have. We know that running backs don't have the same lifespan, but I haven't really ever searched for Tony Pollard. It's someone that I've always been interested in. I know you've made money on him, but I also think he's going to have a few spike weeks where everyone's going to be like, wait, why don't I have any Tony Tony Pollard? And this is the Dallas freaking Cowboys we're talking about. So be on the lookout for Tony Pollard. Now, I'm going to do something here, Andy, that I thought I wasn't going to do. But I'm going to talk about a player here that I love for my beloved New Orleans Saints. I would be very careful about Michael Thomas. It is not a guarantee that this guy gets back to the same level I don't think, for me, the last time I checked on his prices, I I just don't think that's worthy of a play at this point. I I just don't. I think the Saints have a very interesting wide receiving group, and I do think this could just be just a little bit of LSU bias here, Andy. I think Jarvis Landry is going to be a little bit better of a player than people think. I... Jarvis Landry was a really good football player for a long time with bad quarterbacks. And you could make an argument that the best quarterback that this guy's ever played with is Jameis Winston. Okay. Jarvis Landry gets open. He is going to be the possession receiver in this offense. I, Andy, I, 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 Michael Thomas rookie ticket auto for 40 or 50. I guess I I, I would take a chance on it. Yeah. I, I'm just very interested to see how he actually plays this year. I really am. 
yeah, the the interesting thing is uh, you got to think a lot of these cards now are stashed in people's collections, so they are they are kind of scarce. Um, and I think people though that are that got in on Michael Thomas back in 2020 when he was the hottest wide receiver, you know, coming into the season, um, and they bought in kind of high then. They're going to look to sell at the first opportunity, probably break even. Those are the the you know the investment type people that got in on him back in 2020. Um, otherwise, you know, he's a long term hold PC type of guy for a lot of people. But you know, I I do agree with you. I think Jarvis Landry is is no. Uh, there's a reason why his nickname is Juice, right? And Juice. I think Jarvis Landry is going to ball out like he's ready to go. He's ready to go right now. You know. <laughs> Get him out there, and Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas have very similar kind of playing style with kind of the roles that they play. And then you put Chris Olave uh, down there on the outside or wherever, and uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how Michael Thomas fits in with this offense because it has been reconstructed. You get no more Sean Payton, no more Drew Brees. So it's a different regime. It's a different era for Michael Thomas. And you're right, man. I don't I don't know that he can get back to, to that form. I highly – doubt that he can get back to uh his 2019 form Mm. i'm gonna give you another interesting play here andy and i'm actually gonna give you a position all right um i'm gonna be very interested in the edge rusher market this offseason okay now this is a very macro thing that i've just been thinking about over the past week but we saw Aaron Donald have as good of a season that you're ever going to have because we had the Super Bowl winning play. Okay. We saw some Aaron Donald cards go for record prices. Now, Aaron Donald is not an edge rusher, but he is a pass rusher defensive lineman. Okay. And now fans are getting smarter, Andy. They, they understand now that yes, quarterback is the most viable position, but we, we, we see, even though defensive players aren't a huge part of fantasy football, we know how important having a good edge rusher is, right? We have a few star ones, okay? J.J. Watt's still playing. T.J. Watt is still out there. Micah Parsons playing for the biggest brand you possibly can have in the sport, okay? And then you got, obviously, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones. I have a... Uh, a lot of Chandler Jones refractors back here, but there's a lot of really good pass rushers in this league right now. I don't know if defensive cards are ever going to be a thing. I doubt it. It, it's, it seems like more people have dug their heels into quarterback, 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 maybe some wide receivers. But, man, this is a really golden age. I mean, I even talked about – what the chargers have with, I haven't even talked about the Bosa's. I have a bunch of Nick Bosa cards. I'm not even a fan of Nick Bosa. I just believed he was going to, you know, be the next great thing. Maybe he has another big year. We'll see. But uh, Joey Bosa, so on and so on. I'm very interested to see if defensive cards are ever going to be a thing, but edge rushers, hopefully this Aaron Donald thing, you know, gets defensive players, maybe one day being a thing. Go, go look up. Nick Bosa autograph cards and look at what they sell for on a daily basis, Carter, on a daily basis. Now, it's it's not going to garner the same money as a quarterback, but Nick Bosa autograph cards are selling for just as much as, you know, cl- or close to Debo Samuel 
you know, they're, they're, they're getting right up there, maybe a little bit lower, but probably around like that Terry McLaurin level. But still, you got people bidding on them every day. You got people – I constantly try and get in on Micah Parsons because I think he's going to be an absolute force to be reckoned with that just wrecks defense. And he's not only that, this is the type of guy that can drop back in coverage and, and uh, pick guys off as well. I mean, he excelled in coverage and, and blitzing the QB – and so he can do it all, and and he's one of those guys that he's going to blow your mind out there on the field and put up some incredible highlights. 81 for that Bosa. I like it right there. Right? So once again, I have been so quarterback-focused, and I saw defensive card at the bottom of, of, of the scroll, and I was like, well, I might as well bring it up. Look at that card. That is a beautiful card. That nine right there, That is that is – 500 bucks if you're watching this on youtube so I'm telling you man yeah. people buy these people buy these every day so it's it, it all comes down to the scarcity you see what they're buying i didn't type in anything special i just typed in 2019 nick bosa auto and you can see the kind of cars that they're buying so there is like a a sweet spot i think when you're when you're targeting defensive players even skill position players i think that sweet spot somewhere around that 60 dollar price point like you know of course, there's people at a higher high, that have a higher budget, and and they're perfectly fine getting in at 150, 200 dollars. But I think you see a lot of people getting in around that 60 to 80 dollar price point, and that's where they feel they can get a really good card. Man, this this has been fun. I'm actually shocked. I've not looked at Nick Bosa's prices in a while, and this is once again me being lazy. I got a few of his PSA 10 rookies back here. Uh, I need to just list them. Apparently his market's a little bit better. I like that. Um, so, so yeah, outtakes are going to be fun. I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited for people to see it. You can see the outtakes on our YouTube page. Now, Andy, uh, I don't know if you had any other plays, but that was it for me. I just had a few things that I was just spitballing there at the end. But honestly, my play was going to be DK Metcalf. Just because that's funny. It, just because this guy's a star and there's going to be a major lull because the Seahawks are going to be terrible. His market is going to die down. Um someone else, uh Deontay Johnson, maybe a little bit in that same vein. Yep. I am not sure if the Steelers are gonna pour money into this guy. I just don't. Nope. I think there's gonna be a team out there that's gonna want him. I do. So look out for him, his rookie ticket autos. Kind of shocked they they float around twenty five bucks. Uh, yeah, they didn't extend them. They're they're not going to. The, the The Steelers have been historically really good at drafting wide receivers. You go back and look at their their resume of drafting wide receivers. So they, they just drafted George Pickens. I think the writing's on the wall. They're probably going to draft another wide receiver next year. They're going to let Deontay Johnson walk because otherwise they're going to have to pay him, and and they need to invest that money in the offensive line. They, they may need a, another quarterback by then. Uh, they're probably trying, you know, at least right out with Kenny Pickett here for his rookie contract. But they have, you know, they, they'd rather invest that money in other places because they have confidence in their wide receiver scouts and, and, and the ability to draft. It's just like running backs, Damian Harris on the New England Patriots. I wouldn't be surprised if Damian Harris is traded at some point maybe even heading into the season or some point in the middle of the season to a team that needs a starting running back because they've got Ramadre Stevens, who's got that big BMI. He's thick. 
He's able to break tackles, also has soft hands, catch the ball. And they just drafted two running backs, two good running backs, and Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris. So why why extend a guy or give him another contract, a running back that has a short lifespan when you go ahead and get the most you can for him now and, and work on your guys that have the rookie contracts? So I'm a Ramondre Stevenson believer. I think he can really play. I, I do. But uh, once again, if you want to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash football cards, check it out. If you are going to the National, let us know what you think of the National. Shoot some videos. Send it to us. Let us know uh, how things are going. And until next week, peace. Let's go. Peace. See you guys. Your, your camera's not used to working this late at night, man. I know. That's, that's, that's a key right there, man. That's a, it, 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 it's weird because I don't know exactly how it pops on. Oh, you got a late night ultra <laughs> in there. Huh? 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 Yeah. No, uh, no, no smoothie, no coffee. We're, we're going straight to the ultra mm. this late at night. Got a little adult, refreshing adult beverage. So I want to show you this really quickly. So this is one of the coolest cards. This is probably the coolest Lamar I've seen. This white box. Look at this card. The one of one uh, rookie ticket auto purple yeah. white box. Interesting. So watch what happens here. So it's a one of one. Okay, see, that's July 23rd, 2022. July 15th, 2022. In July 16, 2022, were the three days that this item sold. So I don't know if he did one-day auctions or anything like that. I don't, I don't know. It is interesting, though. I, I'm guessing, you know, if you have that good of feedback, I'm guessing it was just a bunch of non-payments, which I could see happening. I can with the $1,000 card or whatever. Uh, it is interesting. I didn't scroll down any further after that. Let's see if it happened again. Yeah, that's it. That's all I could see. Normally, the the that variation, the purple, is out of forty nine. What what I what I think happened was he thought he was. It could just be that he had three non payments in a row. He or she had three non payments in a row, but more than likely, he just didn't get what he thought he was going to get for the card, and he was just relisting, relisting, relisting. Um. Because so he was canceling on the he was canceling on the buyer. I think so. Oh that that would but you know, I think the best in people. So I'm not just gonna call whoever that is out or whatever. It could have just been a, a, a bunch of non payments. But uh let me You're see. You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably yeah. right though. <laughs> because because that's what that's why would you why would there be an auction that ended on July 15th and then another one on july 16th and then another one that didn't give anyone any time to pay for the item right yeah uh, especially from 15th to 16th josh allen rookie ticket auto raw no feet auto 3700 uh mm. one rookie silver 1500 oh that's contenders optic okay Contenders playoff ticket, rookie ticket auto out of 99, 
1950 and the Lamar Jackson version of it is uh, $566. So 3X. Dang. That sounds about right. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That that's that's exactly what I saw with the base Donruss. So the PSA ten base Donruss Lamar Jackson's about a hundred. The Josh Allen is about three hundred. So you have a you have a three x difference there, and it kind of you can see that kind of carries over across sets. Look, I go I go back to I go back to this thing about Josh Allen. He played perfectly in the playoffs. He had, he was perfect on drives versus the Patriots. Played as well as you possibly could. They didn't squib kick or whatever. I get it. I I totally get it. I mean, I took him in the one dot one in Dynasty. He is the consensus one dot one quarterback in all superflex formats, and he is the first quarterback taken in fantasy for underdog. Um, I get it. I get it. If you are picking a quarterback right now to build your team around, he's probably the answer, especially considering. You know, Lamar's coming off an injury, and Josh Allen is Josh Allen. But the truth is, is Lamar at some point is going to get back to playing at that level. It it is a near guarantee for me. Even if he doesn't get to the peak of 2019 NFL MVP season or whatever year it was, he's going to get close, and the hype is going to push – that rookie ticket auto had a 99 to at least a thousand dollars. That person that got that card will get at least a thousand dollars for that card. Um, it just seems like just too obvious at this point. Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson's even a better play right now than Kyler Murray, uh, especially with their opening schedule. Like the Cardinals' opening schedule is difficult, man, but you look at um, the Ravens opening schedule, they get the Jets in, in week one. And besides last year, they lost to the Raiders last year in week one by six points. It was 33 to 27. But if you look at their look at their win history before that, they won the week one game five years in a row by impressive fashion. Like they smashed every single team. And some of them were difficult matchups. So to think that they're going to lose to the Jets week one is a crazy idea. So, I mean, they're probably going to smash them. Uh, some parts of the Tennessee coaching staff are are finally opening up and saying that Traylon Burks is looking really good. Like he, in fact, has been practicing and he is going to get this massive opportunity share. And they're like blown away by how good he is. <laughs> I saw that and I thought immediately thought of you. I'm like, oh, some information crawling out of the woodworks here. Diana Rossini saying, "Hey, don't believe that. Don't that she her sources. She's got good sources. She says, hey, he's a real deal. It's going to be the Jamar Chase thing over and over. And if you're watching this now and you're not taking advantage of this dip, you are insane, especially in Dynasty now." I'll be clear. I don't think he's as good as Jamar Chase, but you know, Traylon Burks, I was looking at his Arkansas rookie ticket auto still going for at least 35 or whatever. I, it's kind of sour for me because if I was in the saints front office, I'd be like, why are we trading what we're trading for Chris Olave? Look, Chris Olave might end up being 
the Justin Jefferson of this class or the Jamar Chase of this class. We don't know until they actually play, but it is crazy that Burks was just right there, and I, I'm very confident he's going to be the best wide receiver in this class. Very confident. I'm, I'm trying to buy that. There are those college ticket autos out there. That's like the best thing you can pretty much get for them right now from 2022 Chronicles, but there'll be more sets out really soon, man. Prism draft picks, select draft picks, and then base Donruss, gold standard. So there's going to you know be some pro stuff out before we know it. I think Panini's going to correct their their release dates now. Well, you're you're live on our football card podcast. We're having a record because I got to come get you in the morning. You want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Air travel is crazy. All right. <laughs> well, I I love you. I will. Um... Something else. People used to be nice. Like if you have a connecting flight, they would sit down and then let you go out. But not anymore. Not anymore. Everybody's got to sprint to the gate. What else they they used to do? Like if you were having a snafu, like I'm having a snafu today on American, oh, they would jump you over to Delta, just a courtesy. But it's every man for himself out here. Mm. Okay, I love you, baby. Mm. I'll buy you a Joe Burrow rookie ticket auto. Okay, go go Tigers. (laughs) All right, well, get to the hotel. Text when you get to the hotel. I'll let you. Have you seen this? Have you have you seen Heathrow? I know it's all the way in England, but have you seen these videos? No. Okay, so what it is, dude, I know how you are. You're very neat. I'm a messy guy. You're you're a neat guy, right? No, your wife's a, your wife's really neat, correct? Yeah, my wife is really neat. Okay, so so Haley's that way as well. So if you go look, all right, and this is always key, card collection, keeping your stuff clean or whatever. But there's these videos of London Heathrow Airport. And there's a sea of bags. A sea, like unlimited, like as far as your eye could go, just bags on bags. Air travel right now sucks. And I told my mom before she went, um, just pack, uh, just do carry on, right? Yeah. So if you're going to the national and you're watching this, just do carry on. It's crazy right now. You haven't flown in a while. Well, I just flew the other week, but all I did was carry on. Yeah, I just flew to Raleigh uh, two weeks ago. Mm. But I, all I did was carry on. That's all I do. Yeah. That's all I do. But um, but anyway, back to the cards. I think Lamar is easily the best play. I do. But here's the thing, okay? A lot of people just don't view Lamar as a quarterback. They just don't. Mm. They And the reason why a lot of people are fading Lamar is because it is unorthodox. It doesn't look like your normal quarterback, right? Dak mm-hmm. Prescott looks like your normal quarterback. Joe Burrow looks like your normal quarterback. Um, even Russell Wilson is more of your normal quarterback, pocket passer. Lamar and Kyler just aren't those kinds of quarterbacks. They just aren't. Um, Kyler had a quote about it this week. Um, And same thing for Lamar. People don't view Lamar as a long-term successful quarterback. And I think that's reflected in his prices. Um, But my thing is, if Lamar actually breaks through and wins a Super Bowl, it's – 
it's going to be insane. It's going to be absolutely insane because we've never seen this type of quarterback ever. Like, mm-hmm. like Vic was really good, but he wasn't this good. He wasn't as good as Lamar's MVP season. No. Michael Vick's peak was really, really good. Don't get it twisted. When, when he was at his peak, he was top five quarterback. But Lamar is insane. He is absolutely insane. And everything about him is unorthodox, though. He talks different. He looks different. He acts different. That's all part of it, okay? And uh, and also, let's uh, let's call it like it is. He's got a big contract coming up. Doesn't have an agent. There's so much surrounding him, but he is with what everyone would consider a top ten franchise in the sport, top five coach in the sport, most injured roster in the sport last year all that's coming back way long brown how good is hollywood brown like really is it do you you think he's a bonafide stud receiver i think he's gonna have a great year but i he's not he's not a true x style receiver you you can't line him up all over the field and expect him to win and 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 be your number one like he's got to have a complimentary role like he's gonna fit in good and he may struggle. They may struggle in the first six weeks without DeAndre Hopkins if AJ Green doesn't step up and kind of play that X role, because Marquise Brown is not an X. He's not a true X. He's a he's a Z. He's a speed guy, you know. Mm. And mm. and they don't. AJ Green's the only other like without DeAndre Hopkins. He they may struggle through the first six weeks. And if you look at their schedule, this is why I'm I'm off of Kyler now. Because they got the Chiefs week one, then they're at the Rams, and then they're at the Panthers, the Eagles, and this at the Seahawks. So they don't get an easy matchup until week six on paper. By that time, they could be three and three, maybe two and four, and uh, everybody's going to be off of Kyler, and you can buy him in November on the low. Now they may grab a wild card spot. I know you you, you got the card. I, <laughs> I got I got I I'm I'm in on Kyler. I I'm know in. you're in on Kyler. You I'm should in. have got in on Lamar, though. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I, I should have bought all of them. I should, I should have bought sure. more all of them. Well, here's one thing that was interesting before we start the actual episode. Okay, you know we we, we had the little thing with Kyler and the, the the Heisen speech and all that stuff, and his dad. His dad's a private quarterback coach as well. Um. Did you see the the thing that Ian Rappaport said today, though, about the little clause in his contract? No. So it says this contract is voided if there is not proof of you doing four hours a week of independent film study. What? I know. Is that an issue with Kyler? So here's the thing. It doesn't matter if it's an issue or not. Why would you put that in the contract? That's so weird. Now he now Kyler's definitely pissed off because now everyone views him as someone that doesn't work hard. And I will say this. I'm lucky to have been in the media business for a semi-long time. There are some people in the NFL I trust with information. And that is a thing with Kyler Murray. It is a thing. There's always just been kind of a thing that as far as film review, not something he adores the same way 
you know, the Russell Wilsons and the Peyton Mannings do. Now, not every quarterback has to be that way, but why would you put that in the clause if that wasn't the case? There's no benefit of putting that in there, right? It, it, and and what's crazy about it is I had this explained to me by somebody before that there is a way that you could track how much film you watch on the iPads or whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know how it works or what. Oh, sure. Yeah, they can. They can. Yeah, you can. Track but I I've I found that to be very interesting. Um, huh. Well, it's obviously a problem. They put it in the contract. I look. I I. I had this explained to me by another NFL guy as well, the former scout. And he thinks Cliff Kingsbury is a disaster of an NFL coach. And I think so as well. I think the NFC West has two disasters that had coach Pete Carroll and Cliff Kingsbury. I think McVay was really bad in the playoffs. And Shanahan so much better than all of them. And... If you're a Trey Lance believer, at least you have that going for you. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, I was I was reading a statistic that when Kyler Murray came back from his ankle injury last year, his his touchdown to interception ratio, and this was d- blamed directly on Cliff Kingsbury's play calling because he tried to change the schematics of their offensive system to. Um, adapt to Kyler Murray not being as mobile. He didn't want him to rush as much. He didn't want the plays to be as as long of plays, like developing downfield, right? So he turned their offense shallow. His touchdown to interception ratio went to five and three, five touchdowns to three interceptions, which is absolutely terrible. And that was a direct indictment on Cliff Kingsbury. I'm, I'm ready to go. I got a lot I want to get to today. Okay. Is, there any, is there anything in particular that you are just chomping at the bit to talk about? Oh, man. I had, I, dude, you know what? Training camp, training camp kicked off yesterday across the league. Uh, so be prepared for ADP to start moving. When ADP starts moving, that means hype for cards start moving. That means that people react impulsively, they start purchasing. So we're it's it's beginning, man. This is the beginning. It's happening. It's happening. All right. Well, I'm ready whenever you are, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh hey man. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs>